Hello, everybody, and welcome to Next Level Outreach. My name is Larry Williams. My name is Joshua Taylor. And we are here to inspire, inform, and empower soul winners to do the work of God. We're so glad to be here today. Um, we want to just welcome everybody back to the show. And we want to ask you this question, the same question that we ask every time. When was the last time you personally won a soul? So we always want to keep that in the forefront of our mind because that's why we're here. That's why God has put us here to win souls. If we're not winning souls, then um, we are not doing what God has called us to do. Uh, Brother Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's happening there on your, in your campus ministry, some of the souls that are being won there. Yeah, just last Sunday we had um, a person that was baptized in Jesus' name, received the Holy Ghost. Um, Monday night we had two that came to pastor's Bible study and a Monday night Bible study. Mm -hmm. There were five total that were at Sunday service uh, this past Sunday. Um, Praise God. So... You know, and it's a tough thing to get college students to come to church. You know, they're skeptical and iffy, and they, mm -hmm. well, I don't want to go to church, but the kids are hungry and they really want it. And yeah. uh, so it's something that you know people want. They want what you have, and so just be open to share it. And so we're going to talk about that today. Awesome, awesome, and that's always good. It's always good to be in the middle of harvest. You're definitely seeing revival there, so we're excited about that. Um, well, just a little recap. Our last um, series that we did on the podcast was on prayer. And we talked about um, the importance of intercession, the importance of being patient with God, and the importance of passion in our prayers. And how all of those things are so essential for us as soul winners that we want to continually um, demonstrate those things in our prayer life. Because if we have a prayer life, that's going to help us to go and do the work of God more effectively because we'll be being led by the Spirit of God. But today we're starting a new series, um, something that I'm very excited about, um, and it's going to be on sharing your testimony. The reason why I'm so um, excited about this topic is because I've um, heard from a lot of people, a lot of new converts or people that have just come in the church, and they're saying, well, I'm very nervous about winning souls because, you know, I don't know a lot of scripture or I'm not as equipped or I haven't been saved long enough mm -hmm. um, to really go out and win souls the way that I would want to. But I, I don't think that people realize that there is nothing more powerful than your testimony. The Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So our testimony is so powerful when it comes to winning souls because that's something that you can tell, well, this is my experience. This is what God has personally done for me. And when people hear that, then they can't really argue with that. People can come up with all types of arguments for against the Bible, and they can come up with all types of arguments about how this is not right and that's not right, but they can't argue against what God has personally done in your life. So we're going to talk a bit about that. So what are your thoughts on this new series that we're starting, Josh? Yeah, the testimony is absolutely essential. Um, I mean, you know, I go into thinking about being a witness in Acts 1-8. Mm -hmm. 
Jesus talked about um, you should receive um, power and you mm-hmm. should be witnesses. Well, you know, th- you think of a witness and what they do is basically testify what they've seen and what they've heard. Mm-hmm. This is what I saw and this is what I heard. Absolutely. And uh, good lawyers, they use what they hear from those witnesses mm-hmm. as a part of their case. So it's a very, it's a solid source. It's a verifiable source. It's a trusted source when you mm-hmm. have a witness who was there and experienced it. So um, it's important for us to have a testimony. When people hear our, our testimony, you, we are their source now mm-hmm. uh, for an experience with God. We are their source basically to God. Absolutely. And so it's uh, essential that we just share our testimony. Absolutely. If you don't know anything else, just say, this is what God has done for me. Just mm-hmm. say, well, I was this way before I met God, and I'm this way now. Or this is what I exp- I personally experienced from the presence of God. It's so powerful because it's, it's you connecting with the Word of God and making it alive for people to see. So um, in our first topic today for this series, we're going to talk about being unashamed, being unashamed. And um, Romans chapter one, verse 16, Paul says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Mm -hmm. So he talked about the fact that he wasn't ashamed of what he believed in. And it's so important that that we get this idea in our spirits that we we're not ashamed of what God has done for us, because in in the culture that we live in today, it really wants to shut down. Um, it wants to shut down God. It wants to shut down the church. It wants to keep Christians quiet. But Paul had another approach. He said, "I'm not ashamed of this thing. This thing saved my life." I'm passionate about this thing. This thing is awesome to me. This thing is not something I take for granted. And this is something that I want to tell everyone that I can because God has done this. Paul had a testimony. He was he was on his way to go and um, and harm the church and God struck him blind. And he and he and God asked him, um, God asked him, he said, why are you killing me? Paul says, who are you? And then he says, I am Jesus, whom you crucify. So it's so important that we um, we really get our testimonies in place. In fact, he used that testimony to, um, to witness to certain people in the courthouse when he was being tried for his faith. He, was, he went to court for what he believed in and his faith. So it's just, it's so awesome to know that we have an example in scripture of somebody who was truly unashamed of the gospel. So uh, tell me a little bit about what you think about that, Josh. Yeah, <clears throat> Paul Paul's a wonderful example, being not ashamed. Uh, you know, you think about, like, like, like Larry said, our culture today, the pressure is to be ashamed of the gospel. I mean, they're attacking Christians all the time mm-hmm. um, on social media with the event with Kim Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, just those are just myriad of examples of how we're all constantly being under attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 
the pressure is there to go in the closet. But however, if we really get this in our spirits that we need to be unashamed, we need to lift our voices up loud at this time and really stand up because there is a people who want uh, to be close to God. There is a people I've seen it. I'm seeing it firsthand for myself. Mm-hmm. Every time we do a Bible study at ACC, more and more kids spill in. I don't I have no idea. I've never seen them before at school. I never seen them before ever. But they keep showing up. Why? Because they want to get close to God. They want a connection with God. And so if I'm ashamed and I, I'm not speaking up, they won't get that opportunity. And so we need to make sure that we're speaking up, that we're loud, that we're giving them an opportunity mm-hmm. to get a hold of God. Absolutely. And we have um, a few good examples here in Scripture. Um, the first one that we're going to look at is in Acts chapter 4. Um, why don't you kind of talk about that a little bit, Josh? Yeah. In Acts chapter 4, verse 8, <clears throat> read 8 and 10. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him that this man stand here before you whole. So Peter was in front of that, uh, those priests and those elders who are trying to incarcerate him, trying to accuse him trying to punish him for mm-hmm. teaching in the synagogue and preaching to the people. Um, but Peter, he was unashamed. Mm-hmm. He had all the reason to be ashamed, but at this point, he said, you know, enough is enough. Um, I'm going to let them know mm-hmm. what happened. I'm going to let them know what God has done for this man. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we ought to be. You know, yeah. enough is enough as far as what's going on in our society. As far as hiding in the closet, as far as far as um, just being pushovers in a sense, no, we're, it's time for us to let them know. Here's what God has done for me. Here's the witness, eyewitness, mm-hmm. and uh, this is what God has done for me. This is the power that God has. I mm-hmm. mean, I was like this, but the presence of God, the power of God, the Word of God, mm-hmm. it cuts, it changed me, and it made Absolutely. me a brand new creation. And we need to share that with people because people need to know mm-hmm. um, there is a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so powerful because, you know, um, we remember Peter when he denied Jesus. Um, and that kind of leads in to the next scripture that we're going to look at, Matthew chapter 10, verse 33. Mm-hmm. And this, it basically just says, um, this is Jesus talking. He says, if you deny me before men, mm-hmm. then I'm going to deny you before my father. Um, and it just kind of it kind of shows us. And it's a that's kind of a scary verse that tells us that um, if we um, are if we are passive and we don't and we don't do um, what we're supposed to do in terms of witnessing to others and telling people about Jesus, then God says that I'm not I'm going to deny you before my father. But the good news about that story is that we see Peter in scripture, he denies Christ three times, but then God redeems him and gives him a second chance. And he's the very one that we see in Acts chapter four that um, is boldly proclaiming Christ. So if you maybe you've fallen short and you 
you know, maybe weren't as unashamed as you should have been. But God will give you a second chance to um, go back and do the work of God again. You're not you're not cut off. You just need to go back out there and tell people about what it is that God has done for you. Um, well, that's uh, we're going to go ahead and go into our application for this week. Um, and the application is simply to meditate on Romans 1 and 16, where it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So just think about that and meditate on it and, and just think about what does it mean to be unashamed of the gospel and allow God to work on your heart so that way you are boldly able to go out and do the work of God that God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. Any last thoughts, Josh? Uh, no, no last thoughts. I mean, you really hit it right on the nail. Um, we just really need to be unashamed. Just light that match in us. Whenever we feel that pressure to kind of be quiet and tone it down. Mm-hmm. Just if you got your computer screen up, you're at work, and you know, you got your scriptures and all those things up. Keep it up there. Don't close the window. Mm-hmm. Don't hide your Bible. Don't do all those <laughs> things. No, keep it out. And be unashamed because maybe they're looking for it. Right. Maybe they want you to share what your testimony. And so be unashamed. Absolutely. All right. Like we do every week. Remember, get them to to the the pool pool and get get them to the the pew. pew. God bless you.